Welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose, coming to you from the farm here in beautiful Trenton, Georgia. God's country, if you will. If you see the military, veterans, police officers, firefighters, and EMTs out, tell them thank you. They deserve that. And as Camden always says, we are legit. And now, our national anthem. Welcome to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. How's everybody doing? It's a beautiful day outside. We are at the farm here in Trenton, Georgia, looking out the window to beautiful Lookout Mountain. And, you know, we can actually see Cloudland Canyon from here. We sure can. Beautiful you know, Cloudland Canyon. Did I tell you? Well, I told you that last week about the walking down through the canyon, but died. Yeah. 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 That, I, we, we can rehash that story, no, though. It was a good we, story. No, it's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> But, uh, hey, let me introduce uh, our first guest, man. He is uh, he's one of my favorite can, anglers. Can, can I take this time? Yeah. May I have this time? Yeah. I want to say thank you to 98.7 The Fox. Yeah. State College, Pennsylvania. We are here, and we're glad to be in your ear hole. State College, we love you. And I'm sorry, and we're working on... Do we need to say Not yet. that yet? Not yet. But we're working on another affiliate in Pensacola. It's a good one. It's a good one. My kids can hear the show finally. So, but we're, we're glad to be here in State College, Pennsylvania. Now, do you folk like to be called State College PA or State College, Pennsylvania? Let us know. Let us know. Shoot us an email or a DM or whatever. I'll give you my phone number. I don't care. <laughs> but anyways, now let's introduce our first guest. Anyway. Our first guest, he is Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, one of my favorite anglers, one of my uh, favorite guys in the world, man. He's Mark Menendez. Mark, welcome back to Set the Hook. How are you, brother? I'm doing well, Pat. Thanks for having me back. I, after our last adventure, I didn't know if you'd ever call me back, but I'm grateful that you did. <laughs> <laughs> Has it been rough this year, brother? I had a conversation the other day with Rick Clun, and Rick's been on tour almost 50 years. I've been there 33 years. God, we were having man. this conversation about, you know, we should be dominating with the amount of experience that we have. That's 83 years of experience between the two of us. And, and it all comes down basically to making good decisions, Pat. I had two weeks of, uh, not real good decisions and i and i it's kind of chewing on my backside a little bit i'll be honest with you not real happy with my performance i did get lucky enough to catch the big bass of the tournament at uh very good champlain so that was a little travel money and, and, and a good deal there hey dude that was one of the best bites i've had in months really now a white swim jig came by a head oh. of grass and good lord it looked like i jumped off the diving board on top of that swim jig oh big old large mouth ate it so that was pretty cool but it's good to wind down pat it's good to wind down sometimes and that's what we're going to do for a little bit yeah man regroup get your get your crap together and hit it again man yes. mark 
I, I got a serious question, and I hope you say no. Uh, do you see retirement in your future? A lot of the guys, you know, KVD, Timmy Horton, a lot of the guys are retiring. Well, this sport's hard on you, not to mention all the bumps and bruises that you get on the lake, and you know, long boat rides and rough boat rides. It, it, it's hard on you mentally. You're, you're away from your loved ones all the time. Um, you have to budget your finances to make it through the year and, uh, you can't go on big spending sprees or you've got to have some income coming in there on some tournament winnings and sponsorship and things like that. So, but I'm in relatively good shape, Pat. Um, my ego gets bruised and bumped a little bit these days because these little old whippersnapper kids are such good (laughs) fishermen, but, um, um, no, my answer will be no, I'm, I'm not quite ready for that. Um, I still think I can be competitive in many different ways and many different levels. And um, I do have some other things up my sleeve right now that I'm not at liberty to, uh, to, to discuss right now that's in the bass fishing industry. And when this comes to fruition, you'll be the first person that I'll tell. Um, so I, I'm still active. I'm still, I'm working on a new bait uh, right now, doing some design work on a new bait. So I have plenty of projects at hand, not to mention um, tournament fishing. So I, I'll I'll be a, I'll be a staple here for a little while longer. That's for sure. Man, can can you know I'm I'm just an uh, an old old man pro wrestler, ex pro wrestler, radio show host. Can I can I say what? How do I say this, Jason? Help me out. Can I say what he would be freaking excellent at? <laughs> Well, I'm sure. Unso- Can I tell you that? Unsolicited advice is always the best advice. Brother, you would be fantastic, and I guarantee you would make money doing the podcast gimmick. Uh, it's something I've never thought about. Um, I've thought about some broadcasting. I, I, you know, I was the color commentator for two Bassmasters Classics yeah. many Heck years yeah. ago. Um, I would love to be able to take all of this knowledge that I've amassed over these years and move it in a different direction and, and put it out there for people that love to fish just like we do and hopefully give them information that would help them catch one more bass through the day's time. That would be, that would be ultra successful if I could do that. So um, that's something that, that may be in the future. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. Well, you know what? I would be, uh, I would be your number one listener. I would be your number one supporter when that little uh, gimmick goes up. Uh, you know, you right. can support, they, they like and share and follow. Like, thing. share, and follow and support with, you know, four ninety nine ninety nine yeah. cents, whatever. Monthly what subscriptions or something. Monthly. Su- Did we do that, Jason? We've done that, yeah. Um, we've got it's 99 out, cents. Right? Uh, tier 1's like 99 cents, four ninety nine and nine ninety nine for ours. And and that adds up, man. And I guarantee you, you would have thousands, if not millions, of people listening to you. They know Mark Menendez. Well, I appreciate that, Pat. There's so many things that we can do now in fishing um, that when I started, you know, it was just tournaments and Bassmaster Magazine. Those were your outlets. That's how you got your credibility, um, and and that's how everything worked back then. But there's so many different ways that a credible angler, a credible person can put information out there and people learn from it. And I always want to teach. I enjoy teaching that's that's oh, something that's that cool. i feel like I, I can do that's cool hey mark can you do another segment with us absolutely all right let me mention some of the sponsors that help make set the hook with pat rose possible each week on radio and all podcast platforms what's our what's our address yet oh set the hook <laughs> anchor.fm far slash set the hook with pat rose or you can find the show anywhere quality podcasts are heard I love that. Anyway, Wired to Fish, Wired the number two fish.com. Barn Nursery, 1802 East 24th Street Place, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Powerpole Shallow Water Anchors, Island Cove Outdoors and Marina, Harrison, Tennessee. Ducket Fishing, Ducket Baits, Gunnersville. Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins, Gunnersville. Boat EFX, for all your boat step and accessory needs, go to Boat EFX. Dot com and use promo code PATROSE12. Get 10% off or give them a call, 513-855-1192. Dan's Prop Shop, Saturday Daisy, Tennessee. 
New Pro Products, home of the VT2 ventilation system, newproproducts.com. ProTech Products, that's ProTech, T-E-C, products.com. Use promo code PR10. Reese Tire, Somerville, Georgia. Emory Gnomes, Village Candles, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Give them a call, 513-393-4245. Jack's Bait and Tackle, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nancy Cagle Schnauzers. That's right, Nancy Cagle Schnauzers. Uh, check them out on Facebook or give Nancy a call at 423-567-0170. Big Daddy Dover's Outdoors in Bridgeport, Alabama. To catch any of our past shows, go to anchor.fm forward slash set the hook. We'll be right back with more Mark Menendez after this. Need to buy a new prop? Need your prop repaired? Call Dan's Prop Shop. With over 30 years of experience, Dan's Prop Shop specializes in stainless steel propeller repair and modifications. Located at 11238 Dayton Pike in Soddy Daisy, just off Highway 27 at the Higgins Pike exit. Visit Dan's Prop Shop on the web at dansproptop.com or call 1-877-332-9002. That's 1-877-332-9002. Hey folks, this is Boyd Duckett, owner of Duckett Fishing, the home of Micro Magic, Macro Magic, White Ice, and Ghost Series of Rods. The finest series of micro-guided fishing rods ever made on the planet. Our original Micro Magic rods are the first line of production rods to utilize the latest in micro-guide technology. Ultra-light yet durable rods that are perfectly balanced and super sensitive. Visit DuckettFishing.com or just call the office toll-free 888-603-0005. Gemini Sports Marketing, the premier maker of tournament jerseys, hoodies, and accessories for bass fishing and other sports. You want to look like a pro bass angler? Contact Gemini Sports Marketing. Go online, g2gemini.com. That's G, the number two, gemini.com. For the easy-to-order system, Gemini Sports Marketing, number one in the bass fishing industry. Go to G, the number two, gemini.com today. Hey, this is Pat Rose, Island Cove Outdoor Center and Island Cove Marina, located a short drive up Highway 58 in Harrison, your nitro and tracker aluminum boats dealer. Lake Chickamauga is one of the hottest lakes for bass fishing in the country, and nitro bass boats are one of the hottest boats around. The price is right, the boat is right, and our lake is hot. Island Cove is committed to finding you the right boat for your needs. Island Cove Outdoor Center, your authorized tracker boats dealer. Welcome back to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. Hope everybody's having a good day. Listen, if you go out in your boat, do me a favor. Wear the kill switch, please. Uh, just hook it up to your life vest. And anytime the big motor's running, put your life vest on, hook your kill switch up, and be safe on the water. Can I get an amen, Markman, in this? Absolutely double amen on that, Pat. I, 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 I'm so glad to hear that. Um it is such an important part of what goes on on the water. You know, we're basically risk managers out there as bass fishermen. And if I can reduce the risk in any way, totally first and foremost, with a life jacket and, and the kill switch on, it absolutely has to be on there. Even when I'm not fishing a tournament, Pat, my kids get in the boat with me and they go, Dad, where's my life jacket? They've been trained to do that, wow. and they expect me to have my life jacket on and the kill switch on with me in front of So it's only safety first with with a kill switch and a life jacket it makes great sense very good very good gotta ask you a question about sight fishing and we're not going to get into the to the uh, all the uh, crap that's going around but in sight fishing how many times all right you catch a fish you unhook him it's in the mouth it's legal all this let him go right right can you is there a time limit where you can catch that fish again, or how does that work, Mark? Well, you know what's funny, Pat? Back in the day when I first started learning sight fishing, I was on Lake Seminole. And I pull in this little pocket, and there are five. This was not in a tournament, so let me clarify that. This was not in a tournament. So there's five little soldiers up there on the bank, and I'm, I'm, I'd never done it before. 
So I end up catching one of those little fish five times. That's how that's how big an old boy he was. He was going to stand his ground and protect his <laughs> Um And I caught this little old fish four or five times. And to be honest with you, that was the first four or five fish I'd ever caught sight fishing. So in the tournament situation that I follow, um, we go by weight. And if it's only a two-pounder, why would I spend the time exactly. on catching that fish a second time? Exactly. So it eliminates any controversy right there. Sight fishing is, a, is an amazing way to catch bass. Um, it will, you will pull your hair out. Your hair will turn gray. <laughs> you think that fish is going to bite. And then the next thing you know, um, he's turned off and he's not playing the game anymore. So it's a, it's a unique way to catch them. And it's something that I had to learn, uh, on tour, um, just, just to stay competitive many times. I love to do it. I just wish my eyes were better than what they are now, Pat. I just can't see quite as well as I used to. <laughs> oh my God. We're getting old, Mark. Uh, we are. Now, high schoolers, listen to this question. Dade County, Ringo, Red Bank, who else? Soddy Daisy, listen to this question. Mark, when you're sight fishing, what is the best bait and color to use so you can see your bait and the fish can see your bait? Well, Pat, I, you know, it can be multiple different colors, but it needs to be a color in which I can see well, whether that is a bubblegum color or a chartreuse color or a solid white color. It's best for me to be able to see how that fish is reacting to my lure. He will bite a green pumpkin or a pumpkin seed color, but that's awfully hard for me to see. So I'm only watching that bass and his activity when he goes to bite that lure he'll blow with that lure several times just to push the bait out of his area that he's protecting but with a brightly colored lure i can see it better and i can see what his reactions are to it it's always good to change colors of lures uh on that sight fishing fish because i've seen on certain lakes like sam raber that's a bubblegum colored lake those fish react really well to bubblegum on uh, chickamauga they react really well to a white lure. Um, so certain lakes, it's a little bit different. I've even used, um, um, you know, like a, a hunter orange a couple of times or a siren colored bait from Strike King, that, that, that bright, ugly chartreuse, just so that I can see. So the best thing to use is something you can see. If you can't get that fish to react, then go to your green pumpkins and your pumpkin seeds that are natural that you won't be able to see, and you'll have to be careful not to foul hook that fish because a foul hook fish doesn't count. Yeah. Got you, man. Got you. Let's talk VT2 ventilation systems, man. I know you've been oh, with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. You've been with them a long time. They're a, uh, they're a sponsor of Set the Hook, uh, Judy Tipton and the, uh, and the uh, crew. Uh, make a good, a good accessory for your boat, man. Pat, it's the most amazing thing. I met Judy probably 12 or 14 years ago and she was so excited about this event and what it did she really wanted me to use this because we're both murray state graduates and uh she she developed this event and she was so excited she she pushed too hard for me and i said well judy here's here's what i'll do for you let me have a set of events and let me use them for a year and i will call you one year from this day i put those events in and and the hardest part about the vents is using a saw to cut a hole in a brand new Skeeter Bass Boat live well lid. That's the hardest part of this whole thing. But you put them towards the center line of the boat in your in your in each of your live wells. And what this allows your live well to do, Pat, it allows it to breathe. All of the ammonia, quote unquote, the fish pee, that these fish are excreting during the day will be removed from your live well. When you're moving down the lake at speed, the vent pushes air in and down in the live well and out the backside of the vent. So it removes all the ammonia. It reduces water temperature, even on the dog days of summer, like we are right now, three to five degrees. Wow. And cooler water has the capacity of holding more oxygen. 
So those are the thing, main things that it does. The interesting thing that I have found out after the last 10 or 12 years of me using these fins, when we go up north and east and fish those big smallmouth tournaments like we just came back from, and I'm out there drop shotting in 35 to 40 to 50 feet of water, right? I don't have to fizz my fish as long as I put them in my live well with the vents. I will put two fin clips on the bottom fins of those fish so they can stay upright, and in two to five minutes – those fish will relieve themselves. They'll literally burp that excess air that gets in their swim bladder. And I don't have to stick that fish and risk missing or hitting a vital organ like a liver or a heart when I fizz that fish. And those fish will, I will weigh those fish in healthy and happy at the end of the day. It takes two to five minutes it, because of the pressure, the, the depressurization of the live well because it's open to the open air. My fish in the live well uh, line or the uh, the weigh-in line at the Bassmaster events, people don't want to stand next to me, Pat, because my fish are so <laughs> lively and flopping around in that bag. I get them wet everywhere where I go. I love it's it. the most amazing thing you can do for your fish in your live well. And, and Pat, we as bass fishermen, we have to be stewards of the sport. That's right. We have to take care of our catch. We have to be responsible for that bass, weigh that bass in, and release that bass at the end of the day with no more wear on that fish than necessary. And the VT2 vent will keep your fish happy and healthy, and you will not have dead fish penalties, um, and we will make sure all those fish get released. It's an amazing, amazing unit for your boat. Totally agree. Totally agree. Let me tell you what I'm going to do today, listeners. Uh, how can we do this, Jason? The first two people that DM me, email me, whatever, I'll give them the VT2 ventilation systems. How about that? Whoa. That's a heck of a deal. How about that? Man, is it Christmas in August? That's a deal. Sept- we're in September now. Is it Christmas in September? No, it's Mark uh, Menendez Day. Okay. Well, on set to I, this is becoming a, a national holiday now. <laughs> How about that? All right, man. Is the schedule is the schedule for next year out? It's not. I've heard rumors of some places that we're going to get to go, and those are those aren't even fifty fifty most of the time, Pat. As long as I've been doing this, um, unless it's an oddball place, and we I haven't heard of any oddball places that I haven't been to before. But we'll start in the south somewhere, probably in a Florida, go to Tulsa for the Bassmasters Classic in March, and then we'll have uh, some Mid-South tournaments, and then we'll move on back up northeast, most likely. Um, that's that's what I assume will happen and, and hope will happen, and then we'll get to go to some good fisheries at the right times. What about Chick? Is it on the, is it on the list, I or do not, you know? I have not heard. Chickamauga okay. has not been um, in the rumor mill for me just yet. No, sir. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, Mark, it's been a hoot, man, as always. Thank you for uh, coming on and uh, being with us today, man. Well, I appreciate it, Pat. It's always good to talk to you guys. Keep on doing the good things you're doing with these high school kids. Keep pushing them. Make sure they do uh, make make good grades so that they can go fishing. And always, and I'm so grateful for you to make a mention of that live ja- life jacket and uh, kill switch. We Everybody needs to do more that keeps us all safe on the water. Brother, I totally agree, and we mention that every week. Like we play the national anthem every you. week. You know what I'm saying? Good for you. So, Good uh, for you. That's hey, hang, hang tight, and we're going to get out of here. I want to talk to you. All right. Sounds good, Pat. Thanks all for All right. You've been listening to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. We'll be right back after this. Reese Tire Service, 46, Lake Wanda Reed Road, Somerville, Georgia. Give them a call at 706-857-1566. At Reese Tire Center, we provide new tires to customers in Somerville, Chattanooga, Rome, and surrounding areas. Visit our website at ReeseTireService.com and use the Consumer Tire Guide to learn more about tires. Reese Tire handles all brands at great prices. Tell them, Pat Rose sent you. 
Kudzu Cove, Gunnersville's hidden treasure. Looking for a nice place to get away for the weekend or stay as long as your heart desires? Kudzu Cove Rental Cabins is the place for you. The rustic design of these cabins make you feel like life has slowed down for at least a few days. There's plenty of boat trailer parking with electric hookups. Ask for their 10% discount for military, police, and emergency responders. Visit Kudzu Cove at kudzucove.com or call Lakelands Limited at 265-5759. Make sure you mention Set the Hook with Pat Rose sent you. Nothing stops your boat faster and holds it more securely than PowerPole shallow water anchors. Now there's a new PowerPole anchor that's just the right size for aluminum boats. Introducing the PowerPole Micro. This compact powerhouse is an all-electric spike driver unit that holds boats up to 1,500 pounds and works with any 3-4 inch spike. You get the quick, quiet operation just like our standard anchors, but at the size and price that's right for your boat. To see the new Micro and find a dealer near you, go to power-pole.com. Hey, this is Pat Rose from Set the Hook. The Barn Nursery, 1801 East 24th Street Place, I-24 at the 4th Avenue exit, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Store hours Monday to Sunday, 10 to 6. Visit the award-winning Barn Nursery, Chattanooga for all your flowers and plant needs. They have it all. In-season Christmas trees and decorations. Fresh and beautiful flowers coming in weekly. Come see an amazing selection and truly wonderful customer service. Tell them Pat Rose sent you. Welcome back to Set the Hook with Pat Rose. Hope everybody's having a good day, man. Uh, Jason, let, let's do this. Uh, you brought your buddy with you, and I'm going to introduce him here in a minute, but you brought, brought, our, brought our friend with with you, and he asked me a question about Terry Funk, and my mind started churning. Yeah, yeah. So we got to talk about this. We do. we got to talk about Terry Funk. Let, can I introduce our guest? Well, yeah, I was going to say real quick, you know, we did the episode, uh, it was a... It was a tribute to Terry Funk last sure, week. Sure, You know, because we, we interviewed Terry a few times, and we had that episode that we just replayed last week, um, just in the memory of Terry, um, because, yeah. you know, we lost him, unfortunately. Sure. And, um, you know, so we brought my friend down here. I'll let you introduce, because this is your show, and I'll let you do all the talking. Well, I appreciate um, that. <laughs> I, ladies and gentlemen, this cat is a cool dude. I met him how many months ago? It's been a couple of about, years. Has it been years? Yeah, yeah. It's been about um, two, three years now. Really? Yeah. I'll be yeah. damned. And I've loved this guy. He's come to Camden shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's cool. He's a supporter, man. Let me introduce to you. <laughs> His name is Kerry Douglas. Hence, from this day forward, he will be known as Kerry Von Douglas. That's a lot better than my college <laughs> nickname. I can tell you that. <laughs> Oh, my God. Man, uh, golly, let's talk Terry Funk. Uh, how do we start this thing, Jay? Well, I mean, we're in the recording studio, as you called it earlier, the recording bedroom. <laughs> well, yeah, the know. recording bedroom. No, oh, no, God. no, no. We will That's never awful. refer to this as a recording bedroom again. <laughs> no. This will never make HBO. I'm going to come tell you that. So. <laughs> confessions. <laughs> confessions on HBO. No. No, there's no confessions in this room. Okay. <laughs> this is a recording studio, not a bedroom. It's a recording studio. I Let's get that. look at him funny on that. I was like, what, what, what is he talking about? <laughs> when he said that. And there's a video that you guys will have to see on Set the Hook or Pat's uh, Facebook page. Facebook. Where he was saying, and we just come out of the recording bedroom, and I was like, no, no, uh-uh, no, sir, this is not a recording bedroom. No. Man, bottom line, what did, uh, you being a wrestling fan, when did you come up with uh, with pro wrestling? It was uh, right about the 1990s, uh, um I remember time, of course, everybody who's a true wrestling fan grew up in the Attitude Era and actually the Monday Night Wars, which was jumping in the 1990s. Unfortunately, I never got to see the golden era of wrestling like you did, uh, Pat, where you had Randy Savage and Ric Flair and Dusty and all the guys that laid the foundation for uh, the Attitude Era and uh, the wrestling today. 
But um, one of the coolest matches I got to see growing up, and this was during the Actually, yeah, we're going to go in details on this one. It was actually doing the Steve Austin and McMahon feud where they oh. had Mick Foley as Do Love. And <laughs> McMahon was convincing Mick Foley that if you want to be on my side, you're going to have to wrestle your friend. And that friend was Terry Funk. And Terry Funk. And McFoley put on one hell of a match. Oh they God. they literally beat each other down. But uh, you know, as what they say, wrestling. Uh, the the nostalgia of wrestling was Foley was going to win. So as I got older, I started uh, looking more up on Terry Funk, and Terry Funk was a man's man. I mean, as far as wrestling, he was the the foundation, the innovator of hardcore wrestling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally agree with that, man. Totally agree with that. And when he went to ECW, you know, he he didn't have to do that. I mean, he's Terry Funk. He was the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. And I love saying that. And and I showed you my picture uh, that I have autographed of Terry Funk. And, and man, I'm so proud of that. But I got to say something. I've I've been in touch this week. Uh, with Bob Cook, uh, you know, messaging back and forth. They're at the Cauliflower Alley uh, reunion in Las Vegas, and he has to speak or something tonight, or either tonight or tomorrow night, one of the two. And um, man, I've been I've been in touch with him and and just telling him I love him. And he was he as far as I'm concerned, he was the Number one Terry Funk fan in the world, man. He loved Terry Funk and what he stood for, and and Bob got to be friends with him and and the whole deal. So, you know, Bob Cook, we love you, man. Uh, Have fun out there. Have fun out there, you know. So. Yeah, and you know, even me, you know, I I I watched it not as hardcore as you did, Carrie, or you know, even with you, Pat. But you know, I think still when you look at the whole hardcore aspect of it, you know, Terry Funk was the father of it. Oh, and totally he agree. laid he laid that pavement down, or, or he laid the road down for everyone to follow behind. Sure. And you know, we wouldn't have the great matches in history. We wouldn't have like the cage match where you know McFoley yeah, yeah. off the top, off the top with Taker. And uh, can I say something about that? That's that's funny. You mentioned that because as we were talking, I wrote down Shane McMahon's name. Now here's what I want to express. Uh, you know, when McFoley, and you can hear the freaking disgust in my voice when McFoley. Uh, when Mick Foley done the bump off the cage, boom, with The Undertaker. When Mick Foley done the, uh, what was that, the deal, the slam on the cage that broke, boom. He didn't, he didn't know that was happening, right? Right. Now, you got Shane McMahon coming in, jumping off this, jumping off that, knowing it's pre-rehearsed, knowing it's booked, and, 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 he needs to leave that alone and let Mick Foley have it. That was a moment in time that everybody's going to remember. They're not going to remember Shane up there getting ready to jump, and he jumps and takes the bump. It don't mean nothing. No, I'd forgot it about that. It don't mean nothing. I'd forgot about that until you just mentioned it. Yeah. So it, it, it didn't mean anything at all. It was just... It was worthless to be even wrote into the script. Totally agree. Well, and totally. You, agree. And if you also watch uh, some of the segments, uh, the stories that they talked about, uh, Mick Foley and Taker, the Hell in a Cell match, um, both guys explained that they came into the match not knowing what the outcome was. But when they uh, they uh, did an interview, and I'm trying to remember what YouTuber, but he was a big time guy. He interviewed a lot of guys. Uh, was it Percy Priel or, or better known as Paul Barra? He talked about uh, the hours before the pay-per-view match. And he said that uh, he remember walking with Mick and Vince McMahon. And Mick brought the idea of, I'm going to get thrown off top of the cage. And McMahon says, you're going to do what? 
Yeah. And he said, yeah, I want to get thrown on top of the cage. So uh, some people who dig into McMahon, Vince McMahon, he is particular about wrestlers getting hurt because even after the end of the match, McMahon approached McFoley and said that you put on one hell of a match, but he said, I don't want you to ever do that again because that was Mick Foley at his best. Oh yeah, I mean, I, totally I love this. I love this Cactus Jack debut with Triple H, uh, and I mean, I, I think the only time he really, really brought the Cactus Jack persona out was during the time between Triple H. But the Mick Foley, I mean, well, the Mankind and Undertaker, Hell in a Cell will go down in history as one of the most iconic because nobody knew what was going to happen. And Mick Foley was willing to push the mantle. Exactly. And, and that's where I, I kind of give big homage to Terry Funk because without Terry laying the foundation of hardcore wrestling, we would have probably never seen the hell in a cell match with mankind and the uh, undertaker. And then there was probably other memorable matches in hard in the hardcore division of wrestling. So sure, sure, sure. So I'm sorry, I'm take, talking the year off. <laughs> no, you're fine, man. We need to go to a more you know, commercial. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. All right, let me mention some of the sponsors that help make Set the Hook with Pat Rose possible each week on radio and all podcast platforms wired to fish wired the number two fish.com barn nursery 1802 east 24th street place chattanooga tennessee barnnursery.com power pole shallow water anchors island cove outdoors and marina harrison tennessee ducket fishing and ducket baits gunnersville kudzu cove rental cabins gunnersville Boat EFX for all your boat step and accessory needs. Go to Boat EFX, BoatEffects.com and use promo code P- PATROSE12 and get a 10% discount. Dan's Prop Shop, Soddy Daisy, Tennessee. Dan's Prop Shop's been with me since about the start of this thing, and I got to go see him. Dan, I'm coming. Uh, New Pro Products, home of the VT2 ventilation system, newproproducts.com. Protect Products, P-R-O-T-E-C Products.com. Use promo code PR10. Reese Tire, Somerville, Georgia, Emory Gnomes and Village Candles, Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Check them out on Facebook or call 513-393-4245. Jack's Bait and Tackle, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Nancy Cagle Snauzers. Check out Nancy on Facebook or call 423-567-0170. Big Daddy Dover's Outdoors, US 71 and 72 in Bridgeport, Alabama. Or give them a call, 256-495-9225. To catch any of our past shows, go to anchor.fm forward slash set the hook with Pat Rose. And if your company would like to advertise on the show, become part of the team, give the office a call, 423-314-4541, or give me an email at patroseinc, patroseinc, at gmail.com. We'll be right back after this. Whether you're a tournament fisherman, weekend warrior, or occasional angler, VRXFishing.com has products that protect your gear and keep your rods from tangling. They are best known for the very popular Rod Glove Fishing Rod Sleeves, featuring tapered tips, 20 great colors, multiple size availability, and 100% made in North America. And now, VRXFishing.com offers more great glove products, including the Real Glove, the Bait Glove, Rod Glove Wraps, and the Rod Glove Saver. See VRXFishing.com for all your rod glove needs. That's VRXFishing.com. Hey, this is Pat Rose of Set to Hook. Want some good Mexican food? Visit my friends at Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Make the short drive from Chattanooga and surrounding areas and have some authentic Mexican food. Lolito's Mexican Restaurant on the square in Trenton, Georgia. Welcome back to Set to Hook with Pat Rose. We're uh, doing something a little bit special today. I loved it. We were, uh, what do you got? I'm proud of you, by the way. What's that? 
Tell us for the past few shows you have not opened up with All Right. All Right! Oh, crap. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I tell Camden that all the time. When he talks, he'll go, uh. And I used to go, uh, all the time. Why does that happen? You still go, uh. When you start in radio. It just, uh, it happens. I don't know. I still do. I do it. Do you and I've worked in radio for a while, but I'll still, you know, go through it. Like right there, you just heard me say it. You know, I'll just go through and be like, and uh, uh, it's just because you're thinking as you go. Where'd you get your large or your lodge hat? From lodge. Did you really? Yeah. Did you go do the tour? No, no, but I went down. There's a the store. There's It's at the store, but there's a, it, it's a, I want to say bad, bad, can you can you see badass? You can say badass, right? Yeah. Um, badass breakfast at um, Lodge now. Is that the name? Of um, it? Yeah, that's the name oh, of it. And good. Um, went down there and had breakfast. And of course, if I'm at Lodge and if I'm at the uh, the company store, I'm going through. And this hat was there, and it was twenty bucks. I was like, well, I've got twenty bucks, so I just picked it up and took. You know, bought it and didn't take off with it, but you know, bought it and walked out the door. So, oh, so hey, the restaurant's yeah. called the uh, the badass what? Badass breakfast. Huh, I didn't know that. You know, I, I got family along 72, so, you know, I never knew it was there. I think that's the name of it. We used to go eat, and when I worked at a certain company over that way, we'd go eat at a little place right the, oh, my God, the dairy, dairy freeze or something. I think it was a dairy freeze. I dairy think freeze. so. I think so. Right across the street from the pirate restaurant yeah yeah, yeah it's it's you know yeah about? it's a dairy freeze i yeah. think it's, yeah. i think it's still there yeah good food man my my apologies it's called big bad breakfast not badass breakfast oh. big bad. <laughs> well don't go man come on yeah. <laughs> you gotta get it right you gotta get it right all right Kerry von douglas let me ask you something who's your favorite wrestler of all time Ooh, oh man that's uh that's gonna be a tough one because I got a handful of guys that I wrestlers I like. I do too, and I'll tell you mine. Go, you t- go ahead. It, it gives me a minute to think. All right, mine. Uh, probably my number one guy is Terry Funk. My number two guys: Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes, uh, Luthes. Uh, who was the Englishman that loved to mat wrestle? Les Thornton. I loved working with him. Because it would be like being in freaking high school again because he loved to mat wrestle, man. You know, set out, uh, switch, cradle, uh, chicken wing, the whole deal. And when he put the chicken wing on you, same thing as a sugar hold, you could feel it. He 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 could tighten it up and he would let you right. know that, hey, I'm Les Thornton, don't screw around. But he would let me work. And we were in, we were in the Philippines together. Check this out. Oh my God! Get you a coke, y'all. We were in the Philippines together. Uh, me, Les Thornton, Ole Anderson, and we went over for a tour. Right. So when we first got there, before we got off the plane, they got all of our passports. Okay, so we're thinking, what the hell? So we got to the motel. It was a nice motel, and I can't remember the name of it. I can see it, but I can't remember the name of it. And me and Les were talking. The crew that came over were talking, hey, man, we need a plan to get our freaking passports back. What are we going to do? So we all started scheming, and oh, what if we do this? What if we do And we finally got our passports back, no big deal, but we were like Why did freaking they- out. I don't know. I don't know. Wonder why. Was it just to run you guys through customs maybe really quick to make sure you wasn't? Maybe that was it, to get us through customs quick. I, I... Did you come in like a private plane or? No, no, no. No, no, no. Do you have a, like a special entrance to go through? No, no, no. Not that I'm aware of. He went in like the regular folks, you know. Yeah, the regular, I mean, regular dude. Pat Rose, I mean, did he and, actually do it regular back in the day? And we traveled. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> we traveled around Manila in uh, buses, right? Right. And we went to uh, Clark Air Force Base, and I drank my share of Miller Lite because they didn't have <laughs> Miller Lite in the Philippines. They had, oh, God. Something locally made, or oh yeah, Rick McGraw was with us. He turned out to be my best friend, and he died in '85. We were in Pensacola together, 
And I had moved in with Arn Anderson, but when I came to, uh, I, I just left Louisiana, went to Pensacola, moved in with Arn Anderson, like hung as out a, as a roommate. Yeah, hung out with Rick McGraw, and I'd never seen Arn Anderson for two weeks. I was there. It was me and Rick McGraw, and he'd call me. <laughs> Rick would call me Jack Go. Hey, Jack Go, what's up? Because I guess that was my drink. You know what I mean. So you you were in professional wrestling for what fifteen years? Fifteen years, and you got to live your dream, right? Man, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed to have that fifteen years. That's all I did was pro wrestling up and down the road, you know. And I'm so blessed to have that. And I tell Camden stories, and he'll get in there and start asking me questions. And, uh, oh, my God, he'll just laugh. And naturally, you know, I didn't drink. I didn't, you know, do drugs. I was in the gym. I was working out. Uh, shoot, got to work. Dennis Condry. You ever heard of Dennis? You ever heard of Dennis? Heard the name. Midnight before. Express. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. He would do a reverse push down on his triceps. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. God, that felt so good, getting that freaking pump, man. But he and I would work out every morning together in Alexandria when we were up mid-south, man. It, it was fun. Had a good time with those guys. Wow. That, that, that's cool to hear. You know, just not a lot of people get to do, you know, what they want to do and live their dream and say, hey, I got to live my dream for 15 years or, you know, anything of that. You know, I got to live my dream for a little while, you know, working in radio and still get to do it with you here. And um, Well, you know what happened, how this all come about, this uh, enterprise, <laughs> but... Um, enterprise. <laughs> LLC. Yeah. I, I, I was going to church with a guy named uh, Evan Stone, which is the right. owner of the radio station here in, in Trenton. Mm-hmm. And he says, Pat, and I was thinking, I was, I was into bass fishing. Because I got into bass fishing, it kept me walking out in front of people. I love that. You know what I'm saying? But Evan said, hey, man, why don't you get a radio show? I said, okay, sure. And he had let me come down and do 10-minute segments. And I'd be writing stuff down, talking about this, talking about that. And all of a sudden, in five minutes, I'm done. You're done. You yeah. know what I mean? I've, I've done said all I wanted to say. So when I started my radio show, I was thinking – Man, this is an hour show. If I have two guests, I'll probably have to do 10 questions, depending on if they talk a lot. Like Mark Menendez, I love him. Oh, yeah, you can get a great oh, conversation out of Mark. But you feel that, and you know what I'm talking about, Oh, yeah, because, you know, we, we get some guests, and, and you know, again, th- this is going to sound bad, but, you know, again, I'm, I'm glad for every guest that we get on the show because sure. they do not have to give us their time at all. Sure, you that's know? right. But we that's get right. some guests that we have to pull and pull oh, and pull yeah, and man. pull, and, you know, you'll ask a question, you know, hey, you know, tell us about your win. I was first place. Tell us more, you know, yeah, and then you'll get yeah. some out there like, tell me about your win, and they'll tell you how they did it and you know, oh, what the, bait they yeah, used and what, what the temperature line, was like da, da, and what da, da, line yeah. and, you know, so. Yeah, man. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I'm grateful that we still get to do this, and I'm grateful you give me the opportunity to do this. Now, Kerry Von Douglas. Yeah. Did you grow up in Chattanooga? Yeah, I, I grew up in Chattanooga, believe it or not. A matter of fact, uh you said something to me on the live segment that hit me hard because, believe it or not, I grew up in East Lake Courts. I grew up in East Lake Courts, 2438, yep. 4th Avenue. Yeah, I was 2512, 4th Avenue. No, you wasn't, I brother. Was, I was. Do you remember, man, I hope we have time. We got time. Do you remember where the parking lot is now, right beside the interstate? Uh huh. Used to be a, a hole. Yeah. We played baseball there. Did y'all? Well, they filled it in by the time I did, got did in they there. Really? Yeah, they, they, they leveled it up. Actually, matter of fact, a portion of it's still there, but they, it's, we, we used to call it a swimming hole, so every time it rained, it flooded. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Everybody just ran <laughs> down in there and just played in the water. So. <laughs> well, all the kids did. I just looked at them crazy and said, I ain't 
getting that nasty water. Man, and I got to tell you something. I had a neighbor, Willie Chip and Marcus Long. All right, they were my brothers. I loved them to death. But one day, we got in a fight. It was the three of them against me. So I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna knock it out of, I'm gonna knock a heck out of Willie. I'm gonna hit Chip. I ain't gonna mess with Marcus because Marcus was small, man. Marcus was a little boy, and I hit Willie, hit Chip, and then something happened. I got a ball bat. They all run in the house, and Mister Long was sitting on the porch, and I said, "Man, I don't know what I said. Something about I'm gonna hit him, sir." Or something like that. He just laughed. And everybody, and I got to see Willie um, when I worked at McKee Bakery and I was wrestling when I first started. And I looked at the guy and I said, man, that's Willie Long. And I walked out and I said, hey, are you Willie Long? He said, yes, sir. He was in his dress blues, brother. He was in his dress blues. Mm, Looking good, man. I was so proud of him, buddy. Golly. Kerry Von Douglas, thank you, brother. Yes, Let's sir. Let's do this again. Yeah. Let's matter, do this Matter again. of fact, I do have my, was it, top five favorite wrestlers. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it, it's okay. I, I'm actually enjoying uh, listening to you and yeah. just the, the experience you have with wrestling and just, just talking about everything in general. It's just, it's, it's always great to just hear thank that. Thank you, man. You know? Thank you. So, uh, believe it or not, this is an interesting one, Jason. This some of them gonna surprise. Please you. give them to me quickly, sir. We're running okay. out of time. Okay, number one is Steve Austin, obviously, because I love his I love his mic talk. Totally agree. Number two is Randy Savage. Totally agree. Number three, this one will throw you in a loop. Bob Backlund. Totally oh, agree. Wow, yeah. Bob Backlund. Uh, number uh, was it number four? four? Four. Number four. I met him at World of the Wheels back in the two thousand. It was the Undertaker. When he was doing the American Badass, which was great, and then number five is Kane. I met oh, him, the mayor of Knox the County. The mayor of Knox County. When you look, he's the nicest guy in the world. But you know, I always laugh because I think he's going to choke slam somebody. <laughs> he wanted to. Could you really imagine during like a council meeting? Done this to table. You disagree with me? Okay. All right. Here we go. This is how we close the show each week on Set the Hook. Matthew 419, and he said unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Listen to this. The greatest catch that you and I can make is when someone gets hooked on the love of Jesus Christ. Camden, I love you, son. I'm coming home. We love you, my mom.